Oh my God, y'all. There is a fool on the throne. He has assumed this power, which is not rightfully his, and he is acting a donkey with it. He is just treating people like shit is really fucking bad, and I don't like it not one bit. I'm not talking about the government. I'm not talking about the guy who's wrongfully in our house. I digress. This is a TV talk show. <laughs> I talk about the things I watch on TV. And right now, your girl is all up in season two of Game of Thrones. Well, at least I was. I just finished season two. I wanted to come and give my thoughts. I do find it ironic that all the contempt and ill will I feel for Joffrey right now could definitely apply to number 45 in the house. But we're we going to skip over that because the whole point of all up in it is that this is an opportunity for me to express how I feel about a creative project. And while I kind of believe some like fired Shonda Rhimes writers <laughs> are possibly writing 2020, I don't have any proof of that. So I'm going to skip over it. And trust me, Game of Thrones season two has given me plenty plenty to talk about to think about to feel to emote about <laughs> so i'm gonna just get right into it and i'm gonna start with the first person i want to talk about and i'm gonna say oh no y'all already know who we talking about the baddest bitch <laughs> cersei queen motherfucking cersei queen cersei is oh my god just like so so down bad she is just the epitome of an evil woman when i see some of the things online now about how you know there are some white women who are terrorists and people are calling them karen well bitch you ain't no cersei they need to be calling them cersei not karen because cersei don't give no fucks can we talk about how this whole time she has been just playing everybody to line them up and manipulate things to be exactly where she wants them. And don't don't get it twisted. The thing about her that's starting to come to light for me, I'm not that mad at her. I'm not. Because at the end of the day, Cersei does what serves who? Cersei. And who is Cersei looking out for? Herself. I hate it though because she's a mother. And it don't seem like she give two shits about none of them children, except for Joffrey, crazy ass. And that's only because he's the one that is in line in line for the crown. And it's clear to me that Cersei is all about power. She is also in season two, as they were waiting for the war. She she revealed some things that made me feel like, you know, she's just a misunderstood woman. A power-hungry misunderstood woman. But a misunderstood woman still. I just feel like Cersei, I'm very intrigued and interested to know, like, what's coming next for her. But the no she didn't moment for me was when she sat up in there with all those people who were so scared and un, like unsure of what their next move was and drank that wine and got fucked up and then just acted a fool the whole time like i just don't i don't know how i want to feel about cersei i don't like her 
I'll repeat that. I do not like Cersei. But I gotta respect her. So no, that bitch didn't. And yes, that bitch did. Go ahead on, Miss Cersei. You that chick. Season two, I gotta tell y'all. Tyrion, Tyrion is my guy. And I'm rooting for him. And I know it. I know I said. I wasn't fucking with no Lancers. But this dude, he got a heart of gold. And even though he is who he is by blood, I feel like he surpasses what that family does in terms of how he feels and cares about others. I feel like Tyrion is is just trying to do the right thing. And I feel like he has very strong ideas. I do believe if Cersei wasn't so Cersei wasn't so crazy and would have been like rocking with her brother, I think he could have come up with a plan to make Joffrey a quote-unquote good king because you can't be a good king if it ain't even your throne but i digress i do like Tyrion, and i'm very much rooting for him and shay i fucks with shay shay's a real one and i'm real intrigued and interested to see how her character is gonna grow well i'm gonna talk about her in a second but yeah as of right now in season two having just finished the season two finale going into season three i'm gonna say Tyrion is my guy there are a bunch of people I'm rooting for, but if I had to pick one character that I would like to see end up on the top, it's Arya Stark. It's Arya. I'm with Arya. First of all, this little girl is out here in this world just by herself fighting and striving to just, you know, stay alive. She, she's, you know, covert. She's smart. She is strong. She is feisty as fuck and she is a good fighter and throughout her her growth we see all the lessons that her dad taught her that um oh i forgot his name but the dude who taught her how to use the sword the things she learned from um her bastard brother like your girl been taking notes and it's all coming up so so in my opinion i i i just see this She's going to end up somehow with the crown on the throne and not as somebody's queen or some wife. I, I think she's going to fight her way to the top. And that's my end of season two guess for where this is going. Let me go ahead and back this up too. As I mentioned in the first episode, I have never seen Game of Thrones until now. And therefore, because I'm not the type to read about stuff I don't watch, I find it not very satisfying so i kind of just wait and save it and game of thrones was one of those things i was saving until the right moment and as mentioned at the top of this episode what what better moment in my short history history of my life have i seen something so parallel oh my goodness i can't even but yeah all of my all of my coins right now are in the basket of Arya stark this next person I want to talk about has has gone through so much in season two that I don't know how she's still standing. And not only is she still standing, she's standing stronger than ever, got her babies back, and is ready to fucking roll. You know I'm talking about Daenerys. I mean, homegirl done lost her husband, done lost her whole crew, done lost her only family. All she got is her, her will, her dragons, and her desire to be back where she's supposed to be, which is on this throne. I, 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 I am so drawn to her because she just keeps bouncing back. She's got magic. She's got um, 
the the lineage to the throne she's got beauty she's got all these things however i don't know if i would be cool with homegirl if i met her because everybody she fuck with gonna die that's just the way i see it i mean i don't know if i was her i'd just stick with my dragons and don't talk to nobody else because them motherfuckers gonna die i do have some people i don't know about and indulge with me those of you who have seen this show and I don't know. Some of these theories may be wild. Some of them might stick. Don't don't laugh at me too hard if I'm way off base. Some people I want to watch. I want to watch Stannis and this Red Witch. First of all, homegirl is funny as hell to me. This Red Witch had me staring at my candle trying to see if I saw something in the fire for me. <laughs> After she's told Stannis to look in the fire and see if he sees himself as king. I don't know how he saw himself as king in that fire because, dude, you just lost. They, they sent you home. They killed all your people, but I digress. I'm very intrigued to see where that storyline goes. Stannis has, in my opinion, a very, very strong pull to the throne. I mean, if he's the king's quote-unquote only living living person. Oh, wait, that's right. He's not. Because the dude that's hanging out with Arya, we know that that's the king's real son. So anyway, I don't know. I'm very intrigued by Stannis and this Red Witch. And I want to see what's going to happen with them. I also love all things magic. So I'm very, very excited to see where that goes. Another character I am extremely intrigued by. I don't know that I have picked a side yet. But your girl Marjorie. Now Marjorie is down, down for this throne. That's why I don't like her. Because I feel like she's going to go be around Cersei and she's going to get all these ideas. And then she's going to, you know, switch from just ambitious to like, I don't know, just like evil real quick. But on the other hand, sometimes people who are so ambitious and really, really want something, they want to become a queen so that they could, you know, be better and like make things better for other people. So I kind of hope that's where she's going but girl, you trying to marry Joffrey, you ain't check his resume. This fool is a, a nut, a certifiable nutcase. Like, what is Joffrey going to do to Marjorie? Is he going to like beat her? Is he going to rape her? Is he going to be just super gracious to her because he feels like she loves him? That, I, I don't know. So I'm very intrigued to see where Marjorie's storyline is going to go, how she's going to grow, what's going to happen to her. I am also very intrigued by Rob Stark's new wife, Talisa. Like, first of all, Rob, you got too much on your plate to be talking about some falling in love and getting married. I don't trust this woman. We don't know her. We don't know where she came from. She just popped up and all of a sudden she's doing amputations on the battlefield. What the fuck is that? She don't amputate you, Rob. We ain't got time for that. You should have stuck with the ugly wife that you had been promised. You didn't cross that bridge. That woman was supposed to be yours. But no, you want to go marry the mystery woman who just happens to be a great surgeon on the battlefield. I don't like it. I don't like it. And something about her, I don't know. It makes me weirded out. Another person who I'm on the fence about is the wild woman that's caring for Brian and his brother. I feel so bad because I don't know the baby name, but you know the little stock boy who eat the, what do he eat, walnuts? Him and Brian, they've been with this woman and I think she riding with them 
But this Game of Thrones and should be changing real quick. And I don't know who is with who and who is aligned for what. So she's another one I'm watching. I am very, very, very intrigued by Shay. I mentioned her earlier. I feel like she really, 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 really loves Tyrion. And that makes me feel good. Because I don't think she fuck with him because he's a Lannister and the Lannisters always pay their debts. It seemed like she really genuinely fell for him. And I like that. I am intrigued though where she came from. Once again, these people just be popping up. And we have seen time and time again, nobody don't just come from nowhere. They be having some beef, some long set like resentments. And they... they They've been on this mission to do whatever. So I just really hope and pray that Shay is who she say she is. And she just showed up. She just happened to be working, you know, I guess servicing the men at war when she met Tyrion. But I really want them to to work it out. Honestly, I wouldn't have been mad if Tyrion would have been like, grab my money. Let's get out of here. If he when she said, let's run, if he would have been like, I'm with you. I would have been good. And they could have went away and came back at the end for like a goodbye season or something. I don't know. I just want him to be safe. I want everybody I like to be safe. Who I don't like right now and I don't give a fuck about his safety. Theon. He could go ahead on and jump in one of them oceans that his people are always talking about how they like the water. Go swim, Theon, because you wrong as fuck. You can kill this old man that was there for you. That Well, Theon didn't kill him, but because of your actions, he was killed. And I don't know. I'm just tired of Theon because I don't understand his approach. I get it. I get it. Yes, you were wrong. These people came in. They stole you from your family and your community and you've been confused. But you said that I'm 18 years of your goddamn life just plotting this takeover, just waiting for the right moment. I don't respect it. I don't. I really don't. And I get it. Again, maybe it's my conditioning. I couldn't, if this were in a different type of setting, if you told me that some slave had, you know, been on the master's plantation for 18 years and then, you know, when master was away, he decided to to stage this type of coup that Theon did. My problem is Theon ain't no goddamn slave. Yes, you were captured, but it seemed like they were treating him even better than Jon Snow. And that was Jon Snow, Jon Snow's dad was Mr. Stark. So I, I don't understand how Theon can can get away with this. Again, I'm not trying to minimize the atrocity of slavery to just this one incident. But come on, dog. You've been with these people. You've been rocking with them. And not only did you attack them, you attacked them when Bron was on the watch. How do you even feel good about winning against a, like, what, 10-year-old who's paralyzed? I don't know. I am, though, intrigued by young Bron. He still had him dreams. Was this three-eyed raven showing him and telling him? Was he, like, gifted with some kind of magic because he lost his ability to walk? And if so, is that about to just turn up? I don't know. And speaking of Jon Snow, okay, first of all, let me let me just go ahead and cut to the chase. I'm a feminist. I'm a woman. I stand with my sisters, and I'm about that. But Game of Thrones... Game of Thrones really got me side-eyeing all these hoes. Because every woman on this show, besides Arya, Daenerys, who else? Shay. Yeah, dog. The rest of them, I don't know. They be flippity-flopping. They be out here just down bad. And they be, like, very suspicious and not people I can trust. And that said, 
I don't know if it's it's a part of just the times or whatever. Um, maybe because these women weren't, you know, in a position to have more more camaraderie. I'm just not feeling the sisterness, sisterliness. I'm not feeling the the womanhoodness. I'm not feeling the divine feminine joining these people together so they can overcome the fuck shit that these dudes have been doing. It seemed like they with it. And speaking of women who have done things that I don't understand, why would Mama Stark send Jamie away? I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work out, but I don't like it. And now her and Rob are beefed out over that, and now Rob and married this woman. It's just a lot going on. It's so much going on, and I am so at the edge of my seat. So here's where I am. Life is going on. All these things are happening in the present, but I'm about to delve into season three. Now, if history, I told you before that I compare Game of Thrones a lot to The Wire, season two proved to be the same thing. Now, remember in The Wire, season one, they got you hooked when they kill Wallace. Season two, they took you on a whole tangent to the politics of it all. And for me, it was kind of like, yeah, snooze fest until the end of the season. But then season three, bitch, you could not miss a beat. And that's what I'm expecting for this Game of Thrones. I'm feeling like season one, you know, it was a lot of information, a lot of names, a lot of locations. We ended the season with the heart. Um, they, They grabbed me by the heart and pulled me in. Season two was a slow start. But by the end, once again, my heartstrings are all wrapped up around Tyrion and Shay and these hopeful <laughs> visions for their life. Even though, you don't know, they might be getting it today. Who could tell? Um, all that to say, I am, I am in the throes of the Game of Thrones. And I have high expectations for season three. So what are some of the things I expect for season three? Number one. I need some of these stock children to get back together because I don't know how much longer I could go on wondering if they will ever see each other again. So maybe Sansa needs to go ahead on and break out. Maybe Arya gonna go get her sister. Maybe, I don't know, Rob Stark gonna run into Arya. I don't know who gonna see who. Bran needs to get with John. I don't know. But at least two stock children got to be together and I'll be happy. That up. Uh, That'll make me happier. And of course, I mean, not just Brian and his walnut eating brother. I mean, some of the stocks that are all separated. I would like to see some sort of reunion. That's number one. Number two, is Jamie going to ever make it back to this castle? I don't know, but I'm ready for that. So him and Cersei could continue their torrid love affair with each other. And maybe she could like, you know, lose a little bit of focus on the crown. Joffrey could mess up and then stand so somebody could come back and they could be out. Because I'm tired of them. Um... Daenerys, I really, like, what's going to happen to her? Are you going to go find some old people to hook up with? Are they going to die too? Are you going to get back on this road or, or in this ocean to cross the, the bridge or whatever you got to cross to get back to your throne? I don't know what's going to happen with her, but I'm intrigued by it. A big, big thing I want to see in season three is what's going to happen to Tyrion. Like, I get it he and Cersei have their issues and she wants to like see him suffer and all of that but they're still family and the Lannisters seem to be big deals on family so are they gonna like you know restore him to some sense of power I would think I would hope I want I don't know Rob Stark 
what's gonna happen with him and his wife i don't know could we hurry up and get to it like girl are you here for some evil or are you here for some good reveal yourself let us know who you are can we also talk about john snow i'm not gonna go ahead and say how well i will i'll go ahead and say how i feel john snow i don't know what the fuck he was thinking in this season i mean did did him and rob both get bit by the same love bug is the red witch sending like love potions to them like i don't understand the lack of focus when these females came on the scene like come on get it together guys like now i don't even know what's going on with Jon Snow he's somewhere with these wild people he's about to go see something else but then his homeboy is in the same snowy area and the the the, what do they call the white walkers are there so I don't know it's just a lot going on so overall for season three I need some kind of resolution and moving forward because I keep telling friends that I'm watching the show and they're telling me their favorites don't even come until season four so I know a lot of people are about to be interested reduced so can we please wrap up some of these other things so i could sleep better at night and i could get my rest on (laughs) all of that to say your girl davita chanel is still all up in it and as this this coronavirus continues to rage as this politic as the politics and the government transition and all the foolishness associated with that go on As I prepare for the first year of a holiday in a pandemic and all the emotions that brings forward, as I deal with the end of the year as far as my business and closing down things, it's a lot going on. So I am so excited and grateful to still have, what, four seasons of Game of Thrones to get in? Oh, your girl can't count. Five seasons of Game of Thrones left so I could get all up in it. I am so excited. I am loving this show. It is so well written. It is so well thought out. It is just a world of its own. It makes me feel extremely creative. It also reminds me that, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. Because remember how I started this show. There's a man that doesn't have the power he's throwing around. and He's using it and he's using it for his own benefit. And that's so happening today. Game of Thrones has made me realize that there are certain parts of human nature that don't seem to go away. There are very few things in that time that resonate with what we have in this time. We have had so many technological advances. We have so much more at our disposal. But in so many ways, just like the people on Game of Thrones, we are resorting to just killing each other and fighting and bloodbaths and the only way to survive is to not die (laughs) the only way to survive is to not get killed and i don't know so many of my friends and i feel like that's happening right now all right so it's your girl davida chanel and yes i am still all up in it with game of thrones that's my season two recap overview whatever you want to call it chit chat I'll be back when I'm finished season three, unless, of course, some crazy shit happened and I got to come talk about it. Once again, my overall prediction is that if one person ends up winning, I think it's Arya Stark. Um, Who do I think is going to die in season three? Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say... I hope not. I really, really hope not. 
But I'm very scared and nervous for Sansa. Joffrey crazy, y'all. I don't like to use that word in vain. But Joffrey crazy. So I don't know what he gonna do. And I really wish she had left with the burnt face man. As you could tell, <laughs> I'm still not retaining all these names. But maybe as I get more all up in it, it'll come better to me. It's your girl, Davida Chanel, and I'm out of here. Have a good one.